Welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so grateful you're here. If you are plant-based, thinking about going plant-based and have a partner who is not, this podcast is definitely for you. So I'm here with my partner, Nick. And when I first started my transition to plant-based, he although was very gracious throughout my journey, didn't decide to go plant-based until several years in. So we're going to talk about the top things that you can do when you're on your transition to going plant-based and what to do when your partner isn't going plant-based. So welcome to the show, Nick. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Thank you for being here. So one of the first things that we came up with that was really helpful for us when I was transitioning and he wasn't was number one, to focus on who the person is, not what they eat. What do you think about that? I think that's really good because then you, when you start focusing on another person, you really start to empathize with them and what they, they want in their life. Obviously we're talking about people that we care about. And so when you were making this transition, you were making the transition initially for your own health and well-being. And I think that's where a lot of people start. So by you wanting to do something to better your health. Why would I not be supportive of that? And like that, that that's the way I felt at least is like, I wanted to support you and your health and well-being because I want a long life with you. And if you're not healthy and feeling great, I, I don't, yeah. I don't like that as much. I want you to be healthy and happy. Uh, yeah. And that's a good point as well. So part of the reason that I went plant-based was for my health journey. And I think that's helpful, like being very transparent with your partner on why you're embarking on this journey, that it isn't just another fad diet or isn't just something that you're trying. Like there is this like deeper inner pull that is pulling you towards plant-based, pulling you towards veganism. And that's why you're doing it. So being transparent can be really helpful. And I think that was really helpful initially on our journey was like, I mean, he knew I was suffering from a lot of GI issues. And so I think that allowed him to be even more supportive was because I was so, I was, I was vulnerable and I was very transparent as to why I was embarking on this journey. And it was, I kind of left it up to him on whether or not he wanted to do it with me. And thankfully he, for the most part did, uh, we have some fun, funny stories about him eating meat and everything, but we'll get to those later. <laughs> So the second thing, which really ties into the first thing is having respect for one another. So if they're fine, if your partner is okay with you eating plants, there really isn't a reason to get mad or maybe make them feel guilty for not eating plants or for eating animal products. What would you say about that? I think that's exactly right. And I think that was one of the things I really appreciate about you was you were starting to endeavor in this journey. And especially when we would go out to eat during this time. I still ate the gambit of everything. You were, you were trying to limit like your dairy in particular, I think at the beginning, and it wasn't unusual for me to go out and get nachos and, you know, get all that stuff. And it was, you're, you're completely okay with it. Cause you knew that was my journey and what I was experiencing. And so while I was trying to respect you and your space for being plant-based, there, there has to be some reciprocation, I think, to, to what I want to be doing, what feels good to me. And 
spoiler alert, I ended up becoming plant-based too. So <laughs> because, you know, I saw what a great journey you were on and like what, all well, the health benefits. So it becomes, how do I put this? It, it, it's, it's much more enticing thing if I'm not feeling guilty about it. And it feels like my own decision as opposed to something that you're forcing me into. If it's my decision, I, I feel good about owning it and I feel good about my own journey. And you've just been an inspiration to me in that way. So. Yeah. And that, that brings up a really good point. And for anyone listening who is kind of struggling with this, one thing that we do know is shame and guilt. It doesn't, incite change. It doesn't make people want to change. It doesn't empower or encourage your partner or one another. So what is helpful? And I think honestly, a big part of our success with me transitioning and him eventually kind of falling um, in line, I guess, (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) was that there was a mutual respect for one another. And we respected that our journeys were different at the time. And that was okay. I think in the back of my mind, I was like, he's going to go plant-based. Eventually it's going to happen. And it did, which was wonderful. But part of that was because I wasn't pushy. I didn't make him feel guilty for what he was doing. And and it ended up working out really beautifully. And that's not the case for everybody, but I think it can be really helpful along the way. So the third thing that we found was really helpful for our journey that, and you might find this helpful as well, especially if your partner isn't plant-based is try cooking your meals together. So one thing that I hear a lot from people is like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm making so many different meals for whether it's for my kids, my partner or myself, and it can get really overwhelming. So one thing that we found really helpful was creating a very similar base when it came to our meals. And from there, what we did was just added on different extras. So for example, you know, if we're making sort of like I use rice and bean bowls all the time as examples, but if we're making a rice and bean bowl, you know, if he wanted to add some sort of chicken or something like that, like no big deal. And then maybe I could just add my extra veggies or sweet potatoes or something else to make it more palatable for myself and my own journey. Yeah. I think that was big for us making things together also created a a system where I like to be efficient. So there was, there's a point that, you know, I was cooking some of our meals early on in this journey. I was like, why? I don't want to make a second, second bit of anything. So I'm, I'm still satiated still, still, this is still good for me in this one specific meal. And so that ended up expanding over time, but we're doing burrito bowls. Ashley's not going to eat this chicken. Why do I want to make, take the extra step and fry up chicken or do or cook up chicken that I, that may have limited value to me, which was a big deal. We all have limited time. And so using that limited time to create extra work, it wasn't necessarily appealing for me at the time, but those are options. And those are things that I really appreciate you being nimble to, to in the burrito bowl example, but other, other dishes as well. So yeah. A fourth thing that we also found helpful, and this was more for the non-plant-based person. So maybe you can go tell your partner this, or maybe you can even tell yourself this, if you're, especially if you're transitioning, is really focusing on what a meal has instead of what it doesn't have. And so this goes back to trying trying to avoid focusing on restriction, because sometimes when we're transitioning Um, we might hear it from other people or we might tell ourselves this like, oh, I can't have this, or I I can no longer have, you know, dairy ice cream, or I can no longer have, you know, cheese pizza. Instead of focusing on what you can't have, it can be really helpful to focus on, oh my goodness, all these things that you can now have, or that your eyes have been open to. And I know this was really helpful for Nick in particular. And um, he had some great examples that he wanted to share as well. It was really big for me to start focusing on meals that I really enjoyed that weren't specifically westernized or, or, or animal-based. When I first started trying to transition to be more plant-based, something like a pizza wasn't particularly helpful for me because I would always eat that pizza and be like, man, this just isn't scratching the itch that I want. Like the, the, the cheese that I would put on the, the whether it's, a, you know, vegan cheese or whatever, what wasn't, just wasn't doing it for me. It would make me think more about what I wasn't able to wasn't able to eat. I'm using air quotes there mm-hmm. versus something like a pad thai dish. If I had tofu pad thai, like 
completely vegan, completely great. And I wasn't like, man, I'm missing this from this. This isn't, this isn't, didn't leave me wanting more. And growing up, we all, maybe not we all, but I at least ate a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I've never had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and, eat, and be like, man, I want a slice of cheese on this. I want a piece of bologna on this. I want whatever on this. And so I think thinking about meals that just inherently are good for what they are was really helpful for me to inherently didn't need, didn't feel like they were lacking anything that was animal-based were really helpful for me in the transition because it didn't, didn't make me focus on anything else than what, than what I was enjoying in that meal itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. I think it's been helpful for both of us because it really helps us approach this way of eating from a form of like not feeling restricted, but almost feeling empowered in the way that we're eating, which can be really helpful because we're focusing on this beautiful food that we have in front of us versus focusing on maybe the food that we gave up, or, I mean, and by all means chose to give up. So I think that can be really helpful as well. And this is just another thing that I think is, is I found very helpful as well as, as I started thinking about meals during my transition is it's almost a reframing of my mind about what a meal actually entails. We even, even, even in through the transition, it was kind of like, okay, this is what I envision a meal, to, a plate of food to look like. And, you know, it has meat on it, has got all these different, so, different parts and components to it. And as I was transitioning to being plant-based, I was like, okay, what am I going to replace this meat with? And so a lot of times you look at like, instead of a hamburger, I now have a plant-based hamburger. It's kind of just perpetuating a westernized view of, of, of a dish. And so reframing how I think a dish should look has been really helpful for me so that I'm not thinking about necessarily doing a one-for-one -one replacement of like a cheese for a plant-based cheese and a meat for a plant-based meat. It's more of, this is what my meal looks like. It's got fruits, it's got vegetables, it's got grains, it's got all these wonderful things that I love and enjoy and not like this missing component to it that I'm now trying to replace with a now vegan component. Yeah. I think that's really helpful, especially for most of us who probably grew up sort of eating the standard American diet, whereas like meat, potatoes and a veggie or something and a piece mm -hmm. of bread. Nick and I both grew up in Midwestern like States. And so that was definitely a big part of what we ate. And so that reframing piece can be really helpful because it, it, it kind of forces you to look at a meal differently and kind of in a more positive, open-minded way, which mm -hmm. I think can be helpful. Yeah, definitely. So lastly, and this is something that I wanted to add because even though your partner may not be transitioning with you at the time, they may subconsciously reduce their meat and dairy intake. And that's, that's okay because plant-based eating, it doesn't have to be this all or nothing approach. It can really be just small reductions in your meat and dairy intake. And even that adds up to big changes over time. So I think also focusing on that as well is something that's really helpful because even though Nick didn't go plant-based right away, there were definitely small changes he was making. And my goodness, y'all that adds up, which is really, really exciting. Yeah. I half the time didn't even know I was making changes. And, <laughs> and I, I attribute that to you and you being so, so gracious to me, but like, if we're having breakfast on a Saturday morning, it was very much like, okay, what are we going to have? And the transitions of like pancakes, right? Like mm -hmm. pancakes, we were transitioning from like having dairy and, and eggs in our pancakes to not having those. And that wasn't, that wasn't a thing that didn't affect my life. And I was transitioning in those ways, just subtly and subconsciously. And those became part of our, our, our lifestyle, but also our, our shopping trips. We weren't taking trips down the dairy aisle anymore. We were just kind of grabbing things. And that was just, a part of our lifestyle. And I didn't think twice about it. It was just what it was. Yeah. I mean, that kind of brings up a good point too, y'all, because he, there were some things that I would make that he didn't even notice was, you know, quote, vegan or plant-based like mm -hmm. pancakes are such a great example. I was making pancakes with no eggs, no, you know, cow's milk. I was just using this, the normal substitutions and it made, I mean, there was no difference whatsoever. Yeah. 
Most definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, Nick, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your part of the story, because I think it really is important, especially for the listener here who is either transitioning or is already plant-based and their partner may not be quite yet, um, or they may not be ever. And that's totally okay. So I hope you found this these tips really helpful because they were definitely things that were um, really positive takeaways from our experience. So thank you for being here, Nick. Thanks for having me, Ashley. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.